welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear Up Texas podcast and Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for, tonight I give to you the heart and soul of Texas professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the young gun, Chandler Hopkins. Chandler, welcome to the show, brother. It is an honor to finally have you on. Hey, man. Thank you for the awesome introduction. Thanks for having me, man. It's been look- I've been looking forward to hanging out and, and getting to do this chat with you, Alex. How you been, brother? I have been so good. And, dude, the fact that I have been able to watch you work so many amazing shows, I am pretty sure I've told you this God knows how many times, but every time I've watched a show with you, I've just got on my knees and thank God for such an amazing opportunity at such an amazing experience. So I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to Kyle Hessler. I'm grateful to every single independent wrestling promotion and wrestler. I'm grateful for you. I'm just grateful for the opportunity to do what I love to do, my friend. And it's an honor for you to be a huge part of it. There you go, man. That's what it's all about, man. Just following your heart and doing what you love, man. Glad you found a a place in wrestling for yourself. There's a place for everybody, and uh, I'm glad you found it. Absolutely. So before uh, we'll kind of go through your career, um, you grew, you grew up loving professional wrestling, obviously, right? Yeah, I, I grew up a little little more sheltered than more people, or the most people, simply because my mom was very um, very protective. So like I didn't get to watch start watching wrestling until probably around 11, 12 years old. Old, my stepdad came around and he let us kind of start watching it while mom was working or while mom was, you know, out doing our own thing. We got to watch wrestling with him and then it just became a family thing. We all started watching wrestling and uh, from a young age, I really just fell in love with it. Awesome. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Um, I would have to say it was a mixture of probably the rock stone cold and Shawn Michaels all mixed into one. I loved watching all three. The attitude era was definitely one of my favorite eras in wrestling. And I'm glad to see that like WWE is kind of shaking it up and, kind of bringing back a little bit more attitude to it. Well, I mean, we'll never, ever have an attitude era again, but I'm sure that Triple H can give you can give us something as close to a possible attitude era experience. But as far as the attitude era that we saw when we were kids, it's never going to happen, unfortunately. But you know what? There's YouTube, there's Peacock. We can still relive it somehow, some way, some form, some fashion. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Somehow we can still get our, our fix. Uh-huh. So I got to ask you, what made you decide to want to pursue a career in professional wrestling? Um, honestly, it kind of fell into my lap. Um, I wasn't really looking at going into professional wrestling. Um, I had actually, I'm going to take you with me for a second. So, but I had actually just um, been at work one day and a buddy of mine had asked me, he was like, hey man, um, you like wrestling? I got some tickets to go to a show. And it happened to be um, in Chesapeake Arena um, whenever I was 
working and living in the Oklahoma City area, and uh, we went and watched it, and he was trying to tell me about all the different stuff and, like, how wrestling was um, worked, worked and things like that and trying to tell me the characters, and I kind of just let him do his thing and talk about it, and after a little bit, I stopped him. I was like, yeah, I, I kind of know, and he goes, what? And uh, so I kind of explained to him a little bit. He's like, oh, so you really are a wrestling fan. And I was like, yeah. And uh, he was like, well, um, I'm going to take you to an independent show, and we'll see how you like it. And I was like, what's that? And uh, he was like, uh, it's where, like, the locals find out who, like, the next big stars are going to be and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, so that's the come-uppers and stuff, things like that. I was like, okay. So we went, and um, the company we went to was called IWR, and um, at intermission, they were kind of talking about how they had training um, and an opportunity for people that wanted to become professional wrestlers. And so I looked them up online and kind of sent him my resume. And the next thing you know, uh, my weekends were filled with wrestling. And, and that's where it's been ever since. It just kind of landed in my lap and I took off. And I was like, yo, hey, I'm just going to try this. And um, it, it really just took off for me. And that's really how it, it came to be. Like, I wasn't looking for wrestling. I wasn't searching for anything new because I was already doing very well in the field I was doing. I was selling cars and um, it wasn't something I was like, oh, I'm going to chase it right now and just go after it. But it was something where I, I was still needing my physical um, competitiveness because I played football for so many years. I just didn't have that anymore. And there wasn't any like I wasn't doing anything but going to the gym and working. So um, when it came to I was just like, you know, what? I'm going to take a chance and run with it and give it 110 percent. And um, here's where we are. We're, we're here six years later and. Um, I've been able to do a, some amazing things, wrestle for a lot of different companies, and I've been in the ring with some people that never thought I'd be able to wrestle. See, that right there is the big, biggest blessing because in that journey right there, I was there. I saw it. I was there. Now, I mean, we go like in your career, like, you know, at AEW, you know, Major League Wrestling, where you worked a match with Low Key, you know, and the matches where I saw with Pele Pro Wrestling, shout out to Pele Pro and Kyle Hessler. I mean, the list that you've worked that you've worked with. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't have them all because I, I've just seen you do so much. I'll be honest, Chandler, I've lost count. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to say it, but but you know the likes of Davey Richards. I mean, and I, and I and I have the accomplishments. You working with Davey Richards, a former Ring of Honor World Champion a three-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champion and a five-time TNA World Tag Team Champion. There's a whole lot more. Also, Mike Bennett, you know, a, a former TNA X Division Champion and a former Impact Tag Team World Champion. You know, even won the, the uh, IWGP World uh, Tag Team Championship in Japan. You know, I know, I'll never forget, you worked a former NWA World Champion, Tim Storm. You know, once at VIP Wrestling, you worked uh, with uh, Matt Cross, who, who works for Major League Wrestling. I mean, you know, and, and one more thing about Davey Richards, of course, you know, speaking of Major League Wrestling, he's the current MLW National Openweight Champion. I mean, I mean, and, and this is, and, and folks, this is just not even half of it. I mean, I've got your, I've got the list of your AEW right here. I mean, Lance, Ar Lance Archer, Brian Cage, The Dark Order, The Nightmare Family, Dante Martin, Joey Janela, Wardlow. My God, Chandler, you... You, sir, man, what a career, man. It's been fun, man. There's there's still a lot to do, though. I haven't made it to even anywhere close to where I want to be at. So we still have a lot to do. But, yeah, there, there's a lot on that list. And there's 
there's a lot that aren't on the list that I, there's just too many now. Um, and it's been six years and nearly 600 matches, man. It's crazy. And it's just, it adds up and, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next step. I'm looking forward to whatever comes next. Absolutely. And, and Chandler, how many, all the times, you know, at first before you and I started, you know, becoming close, you know, I would walk up to you and, you know, Try, you know, it'll be, I mean, because I am a bit timid, you know, want to shake your hand, say thank you for, for the great match and try to tell everybody, you know, I'm a journalist, you know, trying to make it in an industry. I love the wrestling business. I really want to make an impact to the wrestling business. And, you know, Kyle Hessler, I mean, he and I are, you know, already close. And, you know, me, you know, telling Kyle that I want to help your business. What can I do to help grow Pele Pro? Same thing with VIP Wrestling. I even go to the wrestlers like I want to basically help professional wrestlers because I always say this when you love the professional wrestling business, you do what you can in your power to the best of your ability to do what you can to help. And that, these are words that I stick by. I agree. It's whatever you can do, you, you should do. I mean, I'm not saying everyone has to go out of their way to make one business the best there is but if, if you love something and you want it to succeed you should definitely be putting your best foot forward at every single moment you get the chance absolutely and, uh, i gotta ask you during your time working uh, in all the things you've done with aew what's your favorite moment working with all elite wrestling so far um i don't know there, there's been a few um I never thought that I would ever be in the ring with Billy Gunn and I got to wrestle um, Billy Gunn and his sons and I never thought I was going to ever be ever be able to take his finisher and it was awesome to be able to do. I got that set up and I got to take his finisher from him and stuff. So honestly, just like a cool me memory, a cool moment, that would probably be it, just getting to do that with Billy. Um, Backstage-wise, just meeting the guys and just – hanging out, chilling, doing our normal stuff. No one's acting like we're anything different than what we really are. We're human beings and we're enjoying life and um, we're, we're just doing the best that we can to enjoy the life that we want to live and make the business the best that we can make it as well at the same time. So um, there, there's been a lot of cool moments, but I think one of my, the ones that will always stick out is probably uh, that moment with Billy getting to, getting to do that for him. That's really awesome. Just growing up watching him on TV and going, man, that would be really cool. And then, all of a sudden, you get to take take his moves from us. I don't know. It's just it's crazy, man. There's there's a lot of cool moments, but that one probably stuck out for me. You know what? I was there. I think yeah, that was I think uh, summer of 2021. I think this is shortly after AEW started uh, doing the road shows again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was there. It was in Garland at the Curtis Colwell Center. I was there. You yep. worked a six man tag match. You, you teamed up with uh, Cam Cole and Izzy James, if I remember correctly. Yes, I did. Yeah, I was there, dude. I was there. I mean, work with the Nightmare Family. I'm sure I mentioned, you know, the Dark Order as well. I mean, this this is just so cool. Yeah, I've, I've worked. I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of those guys, and they're all really awesome. And I'm also, I'm happy for Dark Order. I've gotten to work with every single one of them now. It seems like, um, actually, I did. I worked with every single one of them. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's cool moments. Try and live in the moment when you can, and then. When the moment's gone, it's it's definitely something to look back at and think that it's cool. But at the same time, um, we're far from over. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like, see, for me, like, you know, I'm sure if when you heard my if you heard my interview with Kyle, you know, when Kyle called me and invited me, you know, to the to an um, 
to, to my first Pele Pro Wrestling show, which was, you know, the night that Cam Cole won the title. I was actually in Florida, you know, covering another India show event in um, in Tampa during WrestleMania weekend of that year. And and I, I just get a call out of nowhere. And I, at first I didn't recognize the number. And I'll be honest, when I see a, a number I don't recognize or if it says scam, whatever, I just don't even bother answering. But something inside me just say, just go ahead and answer it. If, if it's uh, one of those, you know, robot calls, whatever, just hang up. But. I get a call from Kyle. He says his name, says everything, and I'm just like, you know, without even thinking, as soon as he invites me, I said, yeah, sure, I'll be there because I told myself this. There's nothing to think about. It's just the opportunity. If I say no, this uh, that right there could be a negative kill. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take the opportunity. It's in it's in Arlington. It's, you know, right by where I live. I live out in Justin, Texas, which is north of Fort Worth. It was an opportunity to further learn the independent pro wrestling scene, and most importantly to me is to appreciate it because – I'm not the wrestling fan I was growing up, let me tell you. The kind of wrestling fan that I am, Chandler, is the fan that appreciates everything. Like, I don't want WWE better than AEW or the other way around. I don't want Pele Pro or VIP to be better than either of them because I love them both. I just want to be the fan that's going to be that's going to appreciate all of it and be and be there to support them as best as I can. Basically, the wrestling fan that's very grateful that loves the business. There you go. And that's honestly, that's the best thing we can do sometimes is just be there to support everyone. Um, there's so many different wrestling promotions out there. There's so many different TV promotions out there now. And instead of everyone bashing and trying to, to make one better than the other at all point in times, we could all just come together and there'd be enough wrestling for everybody. And we can literally just sit here and put everything over together. And we could, we could just make this business bigger than what, what it is now. We can make it bigger than everything, bigger than everyone. It could just be something where everyone can come to to get away from their everyday lives and that's i think what everyone wants to do when they come to wrestling anyways is get away from their norm and just experience something different and have some fun and that's what we try to do whenever we get out there as entertainers and professional wrestlers uh we're there to to let you you know escape your norm and uh just live in the moment have fun with your family and friends that you're there with and you know just just be you Absolutely. And see, for me, pro wrestling, especially these shows like VIP Wrestling, Pele Pro, for me, it's an escape. It's, it's to escape the, the daily life and stress of the frustrations of, you know, running all the shows that I have and, you know, and how, how tough it is, you know, especially financially because, you know, yeah. broadcasting is, is so brutal. But, you know, and, and I told Kyle this and, and I didn't tell this on my interview while well, I reminded him, but when I told him face to face why I do podcasting, Kyle looked at me and was just like, wow, because – you know, journalism is such a brutal industry. But when I told him with podcasting, I can run my own show, do things my way and do things the correct way rather than being hired by me to conglomerate and kind of be held back. Because I because what I told Kyle was this when they give force me to read off of a script and kind of make me do what I'm told to do, even though I mean, if you get hired, you're supposed to do what your boss says. But in journalism, when you're forced to do it like that, especially when you've paid your dues like I have since I graduated from the University of North Texas. My passion for what I love to do will be gone. So it's better if I just do things my way, if I pick my own path. Is it going to be easy? No. But you know what? The wrestling business is not easy either. The bottom line is Very true. having something in life is not easy. There's no such thing as easy in, in life. You, you're going to be challenged, but the challenges out there is what motivates guys like you and me to work our butts off and pursue our dreams no matter how difficult and what we encounter on our way. I mean, in other words – this might be this might be a little funny to say, but we're all in it together. Me, the the sports writer and podcaster, and the independent wrestlers, we all have each other's backs, so we're all all in it together. 
yeah, we got we got to grow together. Like I said, that's yeah. that's just what it is in wrestling. Is there's not just you can't there's not just being a wrestler. There's so much more to wrestling, and everyone can find their spot in wrestling as long as they're willing to, you know, stick it out and just kind of come to terms that sometimes. Not everyone's meant to be the wrestler. Not everyone's meant to be a ref. Not everyone's meant to be a valet. Not everyone's meant to be a podcast journalist. Not everyone's meant to be a ring announcer. Everyone's got their own stick. Once they find it, that's sometimes all it takes. Yeah, you basically realize that you're like, okay, well, then I'm going to build on it. So, so and, um, you know, as I'm looking at now, I'm at the VIP. I mean, <laughs> man, when you work that match with Casey Navarro, Matt Cross, you know, <sighs> Absolutely amazing. I mean, that triple threat match with you and Leo Rush and Will all day, I'll never forget that. That match was really fun. Um, I've actually watched that several times. But, yeah, we we all three knew what was expected of us whenever we had the match put together. And uh, so that that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to go out there and put our best foot forward. And I think we did that that night. Oh, you – I mean, it, it's so amazing. I mean, I, I was such at a loss for words. You know, God knows how many times I went up to you after the match. Again, like I said, thank you, congrats, good job. I mean, I couldn't find enough ways to basically show how grateful I was to you, my friend, and to Casey and to Leo Rush. I mean, they were all the same way. I mean, I think at the end of the day, even though I'm a loss for words and it seems and it seems a little awkward, I know that these wrestlers do know when a fan comes up to them and wants to say thank you, but it's so hard because they're just we're just so mesmerized by the magic that we witnessed. And we understand that too. Yeah, it's it's definitely sometimes one of those. It's just uh, we we understand that it's overwhelming, and that's uh, we put ourselves in those situations too. But we we also understand that uh, you know people really love wrestling, and what they want to get out of wrestling is some kind of feeling, something that makes them feel good, something that makes them feel like they were in something that no one else was ever going to see, and. Um, that I think as wrestlers, that's what our job is to do is to entertain and make sure fans feel that way instead of um, just coming to see spot fest type shows that they can go just to next door and see another independent show. So um, stories are a big thing, and I don't think we do it enough in wrestling anymore. It's starting to come back. It's really starting to kind of make its point again. Um, but stories are so, so important. And honestly, us as wrestlers, if we want to do this longer, we should understand that stories is probably the best way to go to make our bodies last longer because the fast pace that we have gotten into today, um, it, it just doesn't let you wrestle as long. It's not sustainable. Um, our bodies can't handle that 24 <laughs> seven all the time. So stories is, is where wrestling started. And I feel like stories is where wrestling is going to end up going. Um, it'll just have kind of a new era flavor twist on it. Absolutely. And, you know, one more thing, you know, you know, I'll never forget that fatal four-way tag team match for the vacant VIP tag team titles, Fly Death versus Besties in the World versus, you know, Chris Dickinson and Homicide versus, you know, you and Malico. I mean, oh, <laughs> see that right there because tag team wrestling is such a unique thing in the world of pro wrestling. When you have a fatal four-way, you know, a tag teams and fatal four-way for vacant titles, you yeah. know you're in for something huge. Yep, it's gonna be a it was gonna be a fun one, and we we knew it too when we got there. But we also it was just one of those things where like we understood um, the dynamics of who all was in it as well. So there was only certain things we were gonna be able to get away with and push boundaries of. 
but uh, it was it was a good match. Um, I think that's the match where uh, Malico and I did the uh, centipede thing, where we everyone got set up on the ropes and did the German and everyone centipede bump. It was pretty fun. Um, oh but- yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty, I, I know, I'll never forget Malico. He saw my reaction. I got up, put my hands on my head like, oh, my God, what did I just see? Malico saw me, and I just know that, I, I just know that he, he's, when he saw me, he knew that he, he, everybody made an impact. I was like, I couldn't help it. What, based on what I saw was, I, that, that's the art right there of wrestling. You see something you never anticipate, and when it, it makes such that impact, you're just like, you can't help but just show your, your reaction to it. I, I didn't care if everybody looked looked at me and thought that I was weird. I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I did that because I wanted to show all the hardworking talents in the ring that you are giving me something that I love to do, that, that something that I love to see. Like you guys are positively impacting me. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we could give that to you, man. It was a fun match. I mean, I'll never forget. You know, I've spoken to JTG. You know, spoke to Homicide. Who, of course, you know, Ring of Honor legend. You know, also with Impact Wrestling. You know. For me, when I when I have the chance to personally thank wrestlers for everything they've done, even if they were villains, I mean, when when you see the human side, especially of those wrestlers that are longtime villains, and you tell them that you know you appreciate everything you do, and then they show their appreciation, it's it's a very warm and bonding experience between a fan and a wrestler. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that we get to kind of see the emotion that we we help every single person because every single fan that comes up to us is definitely different. Um, we, we, we see a lot of it, though, and that's one of the things is being a wrestler. Sometimes it's hard to remember every, every single conversation or every single person that comes up to us. But, um, you know, it it's comes with the territory. But we also understand that we're doing something for y'all as well. And that's, I think, why most of us do this. Um, I think we just enjoy giving back and seeing the, the, the sheer excitement and joy on people's faces sometimes. Absolutely. I mean, you remember the night you were the one you won the Pele Pro Wrestling title. It seemed in the match I ran down from my seat to. You remember that, don't you? Yeah, y'all. The crowd went pretty crazy. It was one of the bigger pops I've seen in a while. So. Oh man, and and I'll never forget on one of your streams you told a story about like I think during the match like uh because you said after the match when you you ran backstage like, you want you want to you want to walk us through that again. On what? Well, didn't you say, like, after the match, like, after, like, you know, Camp Cole ran to the back, you ran after him, brought back of the ring, and then I think you spoke to, I think it was Will Alday that was also in the ring with you after the match? Yeah, we got to shave his head off. Yeah, yeah but I, didn't you, didn't you, like, briefly run backstage and then come back after putting it back in the ring? Yeah, I had taken care of a couple of things real quick, but yeah, no. Okay, it, okay was, I mean. There was Mike's situation. There was just a couple of things that weren't set up the right way, so we had to just readjust but no it was um yeah just we got to shave cam's head and it was it was a fun thing his hair grew back really fast though <laughs> yeah i noticed <laughs> but you know it, it was a special night but now now as, as we wrap up because i know that you're uh, you're in a hurry i i want you to spend a little bit of time you know your match with low key i mean that had to be a huge moment for you as well. I mean, working with Major League Wrestling with a, a, a very well-known wrestler like Loki, I mean, that had to be, that had to be really cool for you. I mean, I'm, I mean, this is definitely, when you talk to me about it, I've seen the match. I was like, man, this is just so cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool uh, because I, I didn't really know what was going on. Honestly, I woke up, I, I had a phone call one night from a local promoter 
asking me if I had a certain date free. And I had told him yes. And uh, he goes, all right, cool. Um, I'll get back to you tomorrow morning. And I was like, all right, awesome. Well, all of a sudden, the next morning, I woke up to my phone kind of blowing up. And there was a flyer that was dropped of me on low key that next morning from the MLW for that date. And um, I woke up and I was like, what the heck? My phone's going nuts. And so I texted the promoter and he goes, uh, you, did you see the flyer? And I was like, yeah, it's all over my timeline. He was like, that's the date I was wanting you. Uh, I needed you for it. I just wanted to surprise you with that. And that's kind of how they dropped it. But it, it blew up really quick. Um, and then, yeah, I got there and I, I had a really good, good time there. I had a good, good match with Loki. And, um, you know, it was really fun, actually. I feel like there was a lot of people trying to, like, deter me away from wrestling him like he was going to just demolish me and I, I understood what he what he does in the ring and who he was I'm not I'm not oblivious so um, I went in there and I was on my guard we had a fun match and afterwards he shook my hand and we had a really good conversation and um, MLW even you know reached out to me and, and we talked about contracts and stuff it just wasn't where I was supposed to be at the time so uh, you know I, I didn't take up take him up on the offer and you know i, I kind of feel like i looked at it sometimes because it was post or it's pre-covid and had i had been on that contract i wouldn't have been able to do anything during all of that covid time that i was actually one of the only wrestlers wrestling um so uh i, I feel like everything happens for a reason and uh you know as thankful as i was for the offer and the opportunity and uh, I like the guys in the locker room at the same time. It just wasn't the right timing for me. And I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, the path that I have chosen is the one that I'm on. Well, you made your decision, you know, business-wise. I completely respect your decision. You basically did what you felt was right, you know, and we have to respect it. Now, you know, I'm sure, you know, if, if you had signed with Major League Wrestling, I mean, I, I, could, I always, you know, like to kind of think, like, imagine you – Versus Ross, you and Ross and Marshall von Eric. That's definitely. I mean, I think we've you and I we've spoken about this before, haven't we? On one of your gaming streams, I believe, or at least I appreciate. Sure I, I I I said, imagine you working with the von Erics. Yeah, we've already done that before, though. Um, oh, really? Eric, yeah, me and the von Erics worked a lot together in my first year at wrestling. Um, I met the boys and I met Kevin and we are all doing the, I was doing the more Texas Southern gimmick and they were doing more of like the uh, Von Eric type cowboy. And we, we did some stuff at IWR together. They were the tag team champions. I was the revolutionary champion. We defended like IWR against a couple of groups and things like that. So I've done some stuff with the Von Erics and, um, it was definitely what the talks were about with MLW, just, uh, not, not really what what I was wanting and not really what uh, the timing was period anyway, anyways. So um, it just didn't work out in the moment. Um, and, you know, you know, if it ever comes back around and the, it's wanted to be revisited, we'll revisit the situation. But um, until that time, I'm still just going to be doing my thing, kicking butt on the Indies and um, making a name for myself. In other words, paying your dues, working hard, just like I'm doing brother. There you go, brother. Got to take yeah. time to write. Exactly. And, you know, you know, so many times, you know, you know, like, see, professionally, like, sometimes, you know, when I've spoken to so many indie wrestlers, like, the last show uh, for Pele Pro, you know, during that, so with Mike, when Mike Bennett did that show, I, I forgot the dude's name, but they were talking about mental health. 
I'll be honest with you, dude. I teared up because, you know, I'm, I'm sure I told you this after the show. I mean, that was just something that I, mean, I just sat there and listened. And yeah, it, it just reminds me, as long as you're focused, you keep doing it. It's going to happen one way or the other. You just basically got to keep at it. Yep. You just got to keep going, man. No quit. And, and you've been there for me, man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate everything. All your advice, Chandler. You are a very good friend. Basically, like you're you're a positive influence in my life, Chandler. I'll tell you that right now. Along with Kyle, Carl Knight, who I recently had on the show, I've made a lot of friends and acquaintances in the world of professional wrestling. And when you like show your appreciation like that, I mean the acquaintances, everything like that. Like it's almost as if the like the world of wrestling, like all the, I, I've known, it's like we're, we're all like family now. We all have each other's backs, and we all respect each other. Like, I feel like with pro wrestling, I've become part of something huge. It's definitely a different atmosphere. It's uh, more of a family than anything, and I think that's the way we want to keep it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that we can be positive influences for you. And, you know, it's really nice to hear that sometimes that some people just take your hard work and they really put it towards stuff like that. So I really appreciate it, man. Well, thank you very much, Chandler. I really appreciate you, my friend. Uh, before I let you go, you want to tell the folks where they can find you on social media? You want to tell them uh, about your uh, gaming uh, streaming channel as well, my friend? Yeah, no problem, man. Um, so you can find me on all platforms at the young gun underscore CH. That's my Twitter. That's my Instagram. That's my Facebook athlete page. Um, that's also my TikTok. Uh, and then you can find me on Twitch at uh, capped, C-A-P-T underscore pew pew underscore so it's abbreviated captain underscore pew pew underscore you can find me on twitch we game it a couple times a week hanging out with our crew actually got them on here watching a little bit behind the scenes so you get first first hand detail on certain things that i do outside of just gaming wrestling and and things like that as well so come on over hang out with me over there on twitch and all my social media, social media platforms Absolutely, folks. I am part of it. I've joined Chandler provides such an amazing gaming channel. You do not want to miss the unique content that Chandler provides. And remember, if you love professional wrestling, if you know somebody that loves professional wrestling and they're looking for a very, very good pro wrestling podcast, I assure you that my show Ringside Chaos is the show for you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a guarantee. And you can find Ringside Chaos on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Chandler, once again, thank you very, very much from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot for you to be on the show. And just so you know, you are welcome to come back anytime, my friend. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you having me, Alex. I hope you have a good evening and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you very much, Chandler. And we'll see everybody next time. Later, man.